I'm always ready. Ain't that what you say? You ain't me, nigga. That's the difference. Good. You can never be me. <laughs> you can never be me. You telling me? You, no. you can no. never be me. No. You telling me, nigga? No. As we won. Sit up, bro. Man, f- <laughs> See, you got me cussing already. Yeah. Everybody rock with me because I'm up. I think that shit go on. I ain't gonna lie. What up? What up? Swerving at the We in the building this week, niggas. Yeah, Busta. With an iced out watch. That nigga tearing me. Hey, he be on top. Hey, that nigga. I just wanted to hear one shot. Mr. A, this shit go. No. Scott Fitterer, the only thing I'm going to tell you is right now it's 7.50, September 6th. Nick Bosa just touched 170. Yep. Cool. 34 a year. 122 guarantee. Let Scott Fitterer figure out how not to get Bob Burns out. <laughs> I already told you all that Uncle Scott shit is out <laughs> nah. the window until I see BB so, sign that So line. that means my point stands true. What point? Ugh. That he really ain't. Hey, see, I, I was, I'm not cussing this week. <laughs> but he really ain't did nothing in the front office as you gave him as much credit to do. We loud as hell, but it's okay. We real loud, but it's okay. He... Bro, I need to enjoy my song, bro. Hey. Yeah, so it's an extended intro today. It's an extended intro today. Week one, I got uh, Carolina by 30. <laughs> Everybody wanting the prediction and all of that. I don't give a who hurt. I don't give a who there, who not. They just don't put no fear in my heart. Because <laughs> when I see Ritter on the other side. <laughs> hey, what? Oh! I'm sorry for yelling at y'all. Yeah, I apologize. Not really, though. Used to it. With a bust down. Yeah. Welcome to FPFO. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm gonna let it rock out. I'm gonna let it rock out one time. We talked over. I let y'all enjoy this part. I enjoy that shit too. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all got the note? Yep. Think I found my best. I'll be out till next week. Walk up with my tooly, what they do? Meet me in the alley with the troops. I got red shooters, I got blue. Let that thing down and point at you. Billy or the Rory, hold that choke. We gon' ride the bank, bring the loop. We gon' take this boy back to school. Money on the floor, just like the show. Money on the floor, just like the show. I feel like you want to bring that up. I love my guns. Hey, CDK, what up? I don't even know why I just wanted to shout out CDK. CDK, what up? One time, one time, one Walk up with my toolie, what he do? Welcome, 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 welcome. We are 24 hours away from the kickoff of the 2023-2024 NFL season. It's a phenomenal time of the year. Probably arguably the best time of the year in my opinion. Um, finally back, finally back. Um, again, welcome to Four Panthers fans only. I'm your host, JJ. I'm your co-host, Terrence. Welcome back. Like you said, 24 hours away from kickoff, but I don't know how many hours away until we in Atlanta. Uh, well, I guess like 
We'll be we'll be in Atlanta in what like forty eight. Yep. Then we at the game on Sunday. Gonna be out there early. So if any of y'all tuned in, plan on being out there, tap in with us. We're gonna be out there early all day. Uh, come get some food. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! Come get some food. Whoa, whoa. Come get some drinks. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you don't already follow us on socials at for Panthers fans only on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at the G2S Network X at C-A-R-F-P-F-O um, and threads at for Panthers fans only as well. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for, for being here. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. What I do? What I do? No, no, you go. You well, go. I'm breathing heavy as fuck in the white. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's just because I'm up, bro. It's just because, like, we turn all the way up. Like, nah, I was just trying to figure out what the fuck flavor Ter- Terrence had me up here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, the girl at the store, she, uh, he, oh, never mind. <laughs> nah, I asked her, like, which one her uh, favorite one was, and that's what she put me on. But after a while, it was tasting like it got, it got old quick. Yeah, it tastes well, like I mean, bullshit. it's time for a new one. You had that one last week? Nah, I just got that one not too long ago. Oh, it's strong. Yeah, but it tastes like ass. Yeah, it got old quick, and Excuse I was me. I was pretty much disappointed, but I ain't go you back good? in and say nothing. So, well, I'm see that mm. that goes back to the conversation that we had yesterday. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the conversation. <laughs> that has nothing to do. That has nothing to do with the conversation we had yesterday. Okay, if you say so. Um, let's get into the show. We got a couple of things to go through the way. So first and foremost, let me give y'all a, a, a quick schedule breakdown because it will be a little bit different this year than it was last year. Um, so we will be releasing on Wednesdays and Fridays this year. Game pre- preview will be released on Fridays. Game review will be released on Wednesdays. Um It'll be interesting to see how we're going to do it on week two because we have a Monday night game and typically we watch film on Monday night, so we'll figure that out. Um, But going forward, um, that will be the schedule. Wednesday and Friday, you guys will be getting a new episode as well as clips all throughout the week. So make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel because we're going to be, you know, dropping content all year. Great content all throughout the year. Again, same thing with TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and threads as well. So just make sure you're tuning in. Things have changed. Giveaways will be all throughout the season as well, all throughout the year. Um, you know, if you tune in two or three weeks ago, we did a free jersey giveaway. Any jersey, or excuse me, any jersey of the winner's choosing. We did a free autograph football a week prior to that. So giveaways, you know, make sure you're tuned into the to the Instagram because for the most part, that's where we do those. Um, if you see us in person. Terrence is going to buy you a drink, especially week one. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, so we appreciate y'all being here. Uh, let's go ahead and start and, and jump right into it. Marquise Haynes is placed on IR. <laughs> and, I, and, 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 and I'll go ahead and tell y'all right now, I just told Terrence that it's a very, very high possibility that we get clip, clip week one. So go ahead and respond to that because that's how I'm feeling because I'm looking at the injury report right now. Uh, bad news for the Carolina Panthers. Four receivers were listed on the injury report. Did not participate in practice today. Um, Wednesday, September 6th. DJ Chark with a hamstring. Adam Thielen with an ankle. Terrace Marshall with a back. Um, and then Emir uh, Smith-Marset. He has an ankle injury as well, but he was a full participant. So, you know, it, it, it's already beginning, but I'm trying to be in great, great spirits because I seen Dunk put out a tweet today, and it was, you know, it, it, it changed my perspective. It lifted your spirit. So, I'm, yeah, it did. So, I'm going to just. That's his job. Huh? That's his job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I'm, I'm going to be happy. We're going to have a blast in Atlanta. But, I mean, if we start the division off 0-1, if we start our season off 0-1, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all right now, all that laughing and geeking and, 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 and performing, like a concert and all that shit, <laughs> it, it, it'll be extremely short-lived. I'm not going to be happy. So uh, go ahead, and, go ahead and, and tell me how you're feeling. It's been a long introduction. Tell me how you're feeling. Um, obviously, we know the, the, the main topic of concern at this very moment is Brian Burns, but hold off on that and just, just, just let me know how you feel. And what kind of week was it for the Carolina Panthers this week? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, a lot of injuries. Marquise Haynes, uh, we didn't really see him much in training camp either. 
And so uh, it wasn't really a surprise that, you know, he, he's been injured. Like, I guess this is like a lingering injury. And then he goes on IR. Like, when I, when I first thought about it, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal because I'm like, we got Justin Houston. Um, we got BB. Like, obviously, he's going to come in and be a great rotational player, but we're going to be missing him for four weeks. Uh, I think that his presence will matter. I just don't think, personally, for me, it's going to matter as much. But I know we're not touching on the BB situation, but it kind of threw things for a limbo when he went on IR and then all the stuff came out about BB, and then I'm like, okay. Well, it, go ahead and, it, I mean, we're it, here. It, go ahead and touch on it. Yeah. So everybody knows uh, the contract situation with Brian Burns. Um, It's been something that we talked about before the offseason even started. Um, leaving out of the regular season, like what's priority in the offseason? It was re-signing Bradley Bozeman, um, what draft pick we were getting, and then extending Brian Burns. I might be missing something, but that was like the main topic of the conversation. And obviously went through the whole offseason training camp. Brian Burns really did us a service by even showing up because we voiced plenty of times that personally me, I'm not really showing up without my money. Like it's a lot of it's been a lot of holdouts. Nick Bosa, obviously, he just signed a major deal today, 170, uh, 34 year, uh, 122 guaranteed, um, and he held out the whole training camp, whole off season. Chris Jones is <laughs> still holding he up. Stained him, nigga. Yeah, he really did. He stained him, nigga. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say he don't deserve it, but like he he really he got off. So uh, Chris Jones has been holding out as well. So with the caliber player, BB is top seven edge rusher in the league, like, I wouldn't have really been surprised, nor would I have been mad if he was the holdout. But I think that just goes to speak to his character, who he is, who he is as a person, how dedicated he is to the team that he still showed up. And from our eyes, he looked elite. And so, but... I didn't see him lose a rep when we were at training camp. Yeah. And Legitimately. If you, if I didn't you see him watch, lose a rep. If you watch Hard Knocks, I mean, he had Aaron Rodgers. Damn near into Yeah, I mean, it was bad. And so, when... When I found out Marquise Haynes was on IR, and then this is coming out, like, BB wasn't a full participant. He's been in the meetings, but he hasn't practiced. Like, uh, he said it's for personal reasons. And then the coaches beating around the bush, like, oh, we don't know if it's about a contract situation. Like, in reality, y'all know. Yeah, personally, he needs his money. Yeah, pretty much what it what it has been. But, uh, yeah, so that's when it kind of threw me for a limbo. I'm like – we not going to have BB week one. <laughs> we ain't got Marquise Haynes. Like, yeah, we're clipped for sure. And because I was telling JJ and Dylan, I'm like, I don't know if y'all have really paid attention, but just not seeing Brian Burns on the field in preseason, like teams was really able to get what they wanted. I was like, imagine having to play against starters, Atlanta. You know how they beefed up their team this year. And we got to go and face them on the road without BB. Like it's not it's not gonna be good. Like Desmond Ritter is not good, obviously, but still, that he he will play a big factor in that. But I think we made some leeway today. I don't really know, um, but I wouldn't count. I still wouldn't count on him being there week one if he doesn't have his money. But I expect to deal within the next couple of days. <coughs> Excuse me. So early in the week, uh, 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 later on in the week, last week, um, it was reported that Brian Burns was not at practice for personal reasons. And, and, and my brain is a little bit different. <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell y'all. My brain is a little bit different. But not really. Because as soon as I seen that, I already knew it was about to be some bullshit. Excuse my profanity. But I already knew it was about to be some bullshit. Don't, don't, as a Panthers organization, don't piss on me and tell me it's rain. Don't tell me that it's for personal reasons. Go ahead and, and go ahead and tell the media. Go ahead and tell everybody that it's because y'all ain't y'all ain't came up with a contract that he seems suitable. That he deemed suitable, rather. Excuse me. So then, fast forward. Okay, cool. Brian Burns doesn't show up to practice for personal reasons. Doesn't show up to meetings. Marquise Haynes goes on IR. And then Monday, if I'm not mistaken, either Monday or Tuesday, Brian Burns once again is nowhere to be found. 
See, the problem is, for me, is a lack of transparency. But I know it's a business, and I know how these th- how these things go. We want to hold these these type things close to the close to the vest. All right, cool. So Frank Wright goes on the podium on Thursday or Friday, whenever it was announced that Brian Burns wasn't at practice due to personal reasons. He goes on the podium and says, you know, we don't know why Brian Burns isn't here. Um, it's for personal reasons, for one, contradicting himself on the podium. I'm all, Like I said, I'm already calling cap as is. Um, you know, that's something for the front office to take care of. We know we need him on the field. I voiced my feelings about Brian Burns as a player, and this is what the situation is. Okay, cool. So we're trying to sweep it under the rug. Or, excuse me, under the rug. No problem. Fast forward to yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was, and he's not there again. And now reality is beginning to set in that, oh, he he might not be on the field week one. Yep. So then it becomes a, a, more of a topic of conversation in the locker room. And Shaq Thompson goes out of his way to make it a point to tell the front office, we need this nigga in pass by Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Because Wednesday is really that day. Wednesday is really that day. You you know what I'm saying? You go all out, pretty much full out on Wednesday. Thursday, you go ahead and do your walkthrough. Friday is typically a travel day when you uh, Friday is typically a travel day when you on the road, either walk through travel day, whatever it may be, could be both at the same time. So so Shaq Thompson goes out of his way and lets the front office know this is what's going on. Again, whole time we can't get we can't get a direct answer on what's going on. But obviously, you know, our fan base is a lot of things, but it ain't dumb. Yeah. Some of them. But not ma- Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Actually, you're right. If you go in that Facebook group, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, you will see a lot of them. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me re- recant that statement. 70% of our fan base ain't dumb. So we know what time it is. So cool. Everybody on today, this morning, Wednesday, Everybody is really in a in a panic because we don't understand what's going on. For one, today is the first time that we saw a number. Yeah. $23 million offered to Brian Burns. Me and Terrence, I, I mean. That's a low ball. Exactly. And for me personally, for me personally, I'm almost tired, about, uh, tired of talking about it. But because, like, now it's rekindled again, we have to touch on this shit. But like Terrence just mentioned to y'all, we've been talking about this for the past, I don't even know, what, 20 weeks? Yeah, it's been it's been some months. 20, yeah, I mean, legitimately. Since the like season. Like 20, ended. 25, 26 weeks before the season even ended. Yeah. Because we came on two or three weeks before the season ended and was like, okay, cool, what are our priorities? Like you mentioned, what are our priorities? 1A, 1B, I can't remember which was which. 1A, I believe, was sign Brian, re-sign Brian Burns, extend Brian Burns, and B was sign Bradley Postman. So cool. You offer him $23 million. Tavian, is, is Brian Burns better than Max Crosby? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that so off rip. <laughs> yeah. So off rip. What did Max have? 28? No, nah, Max had, had 23 and yeah, a half. Yeah, 23 and a half. And how much did Bosa just sign for? 30? 34. 34, I believe. Yeah. There's no way he signs for less than 28 now. Yeah. And that's and that's the number that we've been seeing based on reports. Those are, That is a number that I've been seeing anywhere between 27 and 28. Like Terrence said, and I don't want to get too long with it. I feel like, we've, like I've already drawn this out. Um, but like Terrence said, Brian Burns did you a service. And I had a theory, which wasn't, you know, it wasn't my, it wasn't one of them theories where JJ is tweaking theory. It was like, I feel like this is how the shit played out. They have a conversation before the end of the season. They're like, okay, cool, we're going to table it. Come to the offseason, come to spring. Brian Burns is like, yo, summer around, right around the corner, what we doing? They're like, hey, big bruh. Matter of fact, hey, little nigga, <laughs> don't worry about it. We're going to get you paid by the by the end of the summer. So as Brian Burns, I'm thinking, okay, cool, I'm going to get paid by the end of the summer. I see the situation that's going on with Nick Bosa. Everybody thinks or has a feeling that there's a potential that I don't show up to training camp. But I'm going to show up because I have me and my, me and my front office are operating in good faith. <laughs> Allegedly. Right? 
allegedly. Now, this is JJ's theory. So, cool. I go all through training camp, all through the hot-ass shit in Spartanburg, after surgery, after having a career season, feeling like I already proved what I really needed to prove. Then I feel like I'm a, I proved that I'm a great leader, a great teammate, just because I'm here without my bread. And now the end of the summer is coming. And the same deal that I got three weeks ago, four weeks ago, that I turned down, niggas ain't sent me no no revisions or nothing. So, okay, cool. I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. Simple as that. It's just that simple. Like, that's how that shit played out. It's just, it's really just that simple. That's how that played out. Um, like I said, to start the podcast off, I said it in a joking manner, but really, not really. Scott Fitter, you turned down two first round picks for this nigga. <laughs> right? Yeah. A- am I tripping? Nah, he did. No, because y'all, y'all laughing because of the way I took off my shades. But I just need niggas to know that I'm serious. And my eyes probably look shocked because I'm exhausted. But Scott Fitter decided that he wanted to turn down two first-round picks for an edge rusher. Now, this ain't two first-round picks. I don't think people understand the magnitude of what that is. Niggas is not trading first-round picks like that, bro. Like, we had to give up two first-round picks to get the number one pick overall yeah. in this year's draft. We didn't even get that for Christian McCaffrey. We didn't even get that for C-Mac. <laughs> I think we got like a second, a second and a, second and a, and a fourth or yeah. a second and a third or yeah. something like that. Something like that, yeah. So they offer you two firsts. You turn it down. Right there, as a fan, and really any anybody that knows football, that is you admitting that you're going to pay Brian Burns damn near what he's saying. Yeah. Because if I'm being honest with you, I don't feel like Brian Burns is in this room asking for $30 million. I don't think that Brian Burns is asking for any more than 27 and a half to 28. Even if he's asking for 28 and a half. What's the issue? Yeah. What's the issue? I, I mean, I hate doing this again, but I'm going to. We gonna pull up the we gonna pull up the the uh the contracts. We're gonna pull up the contracts and I apologize because I'm a bit under uh, uh, a bit unprepared. Well, what? Why? Why are you getting that information out? This, uh, like, because we've been having side conversations and stuff, and we was talking to Dylan, and it's a lot of other fans posting in the Facebook group saying, "Oh, like, trade them. We can trade them now, or uh, we're waiting on uh, Nick Bosa." Two things: you're not you're not about to get two first round picks for Brian Burns now. One, he had off season surgery. Two, he's a year older. And so you're you're not nobody's about to give you two first round picks after that. And three, not to cut you off, three, his contract extends after or excuse me expires after this season, yeah, with a fifth year option. And I be I mean, if y'all think y'all are getting dick now with him not showing up to practice X Y Z whatever, and it's year four in that deal, what you think that he just gonna sit around and come out there when you put a tag on him? Yeah. That, no, that, that's not how that's going. Yeah, Continue. That ain't happening. And another thing I was saying is, like, teams are going to look at you dumb. Like, why Why are you not paying this guy? You see what caliber player he is. Why is he not getting paid? Is there a deeper issue? Like, is there something we need to be concerned about? So, just off rip, I just feel like two first rounds isn't going anymore. And also, waiting on Nick Bosa to reset the market and things like that. I think Nick Bosa deserved his money, and I think he is a better player than Brian Burns. But the 49ers are in a way better position than us. We can't afford to sit around and wait for no market to reset, all this other shit. <laughs> like, because, I mean, they're in a way better situation. We can't afford not to roll out that defense week one and not have Brian Burns. Now, the 49ers, they might be able to get away with that. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers? That don't even need to be a thought. Because I hate to tell you, but, I mean, if y'all don't know and y'all haven't seen the depth chart, you be, you would be looking at Justin Houston and Etor Gross Matos as your two starting outside linebackers. And I hate to tell you, but Justin Houston is not what he used to be four or five years ago, and we know. 
let me stop myself right there because because I'm rooting for the nigga this year. Yeah, I'm hoping he has a career career year. I'm hoping he proves everybody wrong. But we know ninety seven. <laughs> he be out there doing conditioning. Yeah, yeah. He he really do what he want out there. Tavian, did you have something to say? Because I see, because <laughs> I see you, I see you had picked up the mic, and then Terrence, Terrence got in his bag. So Terrence, if you would like to continue, you you you, you continue. I mean, because I, I just want to, I just want to ad lib your shit. Because I don't think people understand the severity of what's going on. Yeah, and it's seeming like people. I, I've been seeing a lot on Twitter and Facebook acting like. He ain't one of them ones. Like, he just an average Joe. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been very, very critical of Brian Burns because does he come up short in big moments at times? Absolutely. But at the same time, so he one of them of the ones. Team. Say it again? So does the rest of the team, though. Exactly. Exactly. Right, that, and he right. hasn't been in a position where them big moments, <clears throat> excuse me, them big moments have really uh, uh, come up as often. As other players. So, like, if he gets small in a big moment, then we can just chalk it up to him not really being in big moments in the NFL. Because, I mean, he don't play competitive football. If we just have an honest conversation. Because that's what all this week is about. Having an honest conversation. One thing you don't got to worry about, though, is he will get his money, if not before week one, right after. Maybe while they're on the plane ride back. Cause they're gonna see what you put on that field and be like, we need him. But the thing is, if I'm Brian Burns, I'm not even stepping on the field week one. Because if I go out here and tear something, that's what he's saying. Man, I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what okay. he's saying. He's saying he, the he front office will know. Oh yeah. yeah, you'll see what that oh, line yeah. looks like without him. And then facts. I guarantee you, like, <laughs> yeah, that shit printed up for him when he get back. Yeah, facts. And and like I was like I was telling somebody too, like I don't really know. Like I'm not as tapped in with college football as I am with the NFL. But it's like I don't really know of any edge rushers coming out of the draft where I'm like I'm a risk getting rid of Brian Burns because I'm so confident that I can go and get an edge rusher in the draft to replace him. It's no, I don't think it's any Will Andersons in this in this draft coming up. There was supposed to be one kid from LSU, but I mean we, they just got saw what they look like. Yeah, they just got dog. Well, I don't even know if I want nobody on that team right now. So all transparency, if we again we having an honest conversation. We talking about a, 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 a 21, 22-year-old kid coming out of college or somebody that already done shown you that he'll let his nuts drag on the whole NFL. Yeah. And see, my problem with this organization is we done seen this too much. We seen this organization stab D'Angelo Williams in the back when his mama passed away. Yep. God rest her soul. We seen this organization shit on and, and, and dismiss Steve Smith Sr. like he was just a hoe. Yep. And then he proceeded to uh <laughs> I, I I need to make sure I say it appropriately <laughs> appropriate enough for YouTube and Spotify abuse you while he was in Baltimore. Yep. We see this organization let Julius Peppers walk when he was still at a very, 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 very high level. And he did you a service by coming back because he got that Charlotte shit in his blood. He a Carolina boy. And we seen it just as recent as two or three years ago with Hassan Reddick. Yep. So while we feel like we can play and dick around, like we have any leverage in these situations is extremely confusing to me personally. Yeah, and, and I think that another thing I was saying, it goes against what the strategy of the team has been the past couple of years as far as the draft, as far as bringing players in. Like, the Carolina Panthers have always been for a long time built on the defense. Correct. And so, when you go and get a Derrick Brown, a J.C. Horn, you sign Frankie Louvu, you have a Brian Burns. Add a Jeremy Chin. Add a Jeremy Chin. Why, like, why are we going away from that by getting rid of the best player on the team or playing with his money? That, that should be the first thing that you lock up. Like, I don't even understand why – because if I'm Brian Burns, I'm feeling like, okay, now you're playing in my face. Because I, I don't understand why I haven't already been paid. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, their logic of how they're doing stuff doesn't make sense. And like you mentioned, it's been a string of transactions over the past few years where this is a recurring theme. And I, I don't get it. Like, 
not a lot of players want to come and play in Charlotte and be in Charlotte, North Carolina. So when you have a guy who is all in on your team, wants to be in Charlotte, loves the city, wants to be on the team, and then you play with his money, like, that. that's just BS to me. Like, I can be on the West Coast at the beach. I can be in Miami. What? They they don't even – I can be somewhere in Houston, Texas, anywhere. They ain't even paying no taxes. Like, it's a lot of situations that I can be in that's better than North Carolina. But I want to be here and you playing with my money. So – and, and it's weird, too, because clearly the organization thinks highly of Brian Burns because, I mean, he's one of the captains of the team. The yeah. team his teammates think highly of him. His coaches think highly of him in the organization because y'all got him wearing that shield and that crest of a captain. So why not pay your captain, one of the leaders of your team? And you don't even got to go that far to see the organization sees him, sees, uh, sees him in a highlight. You go back all the way to when the Rams offered two first-round picks, like we just mentioned. The league sees him like that. When you turn it down. Yeah. So we knew that you seen him like that. And based on that, and then the whole article that came out with the rankings of the best pass rushers in the NFL, we know how the league views him. So one way or the other, at the end of the day, Brian Burns is going to get his money. Ideally, it comes from the Carolina Panthers. Because if it doesn't, I don't know what this football team looks like. And I hate to tell y'all, because I know the guy, you know, I know the <laughs> hype is around Bryce Young. I know the whole offense is revamped. But, I mean, these niggas can't even stay healthy. And we'll dive into that a little bit further as well. Um, you know, I know it's a lot of, lot of pretty cute shit. Uh, good for content and good for getting the national media back to Charlotte. But that shit ain't going to win you football games. Hate to tell you. Yeah. You need the best players on the field. And you need dogs. Yeah. Dogs and demons. That I mean, that was a whole that was a theme for like four or five weeks with this podcast last year. We need dogs and demons. And you got a dog telling you, I don't want to leave. And this is what my number is. I don't think it's too much because if we look at the other contracts, and this is about the fourth or fifth time we done did this shit. But, I mean, obviously, if we keep doing it, maybe it'll get to the right ears. Because <laughs> y'all watch. That's another thing. I'm y'all do watch. And Taylor Moten, I, don't need, I, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't know why we caught a stray. And we ain't even say you, bit, bro. We, yeah. we, we told you you did good. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened with that. But I'll preference this. Like, I, I think I've said it on the pod before. Maybe not. But we're comparing y'all to other people around the league. We're comparing y'all to NFL talent. Like, so, I mean, when and we, we don't, and the shit don't be personal. Yeah. It, like, it come off, it, it come off strong and harsh at times. Yeah. Like, I understand that, but it really don't be personal, bro. Like, I pull up the training camp and I still feel like a fucking little kid seeing my favorite player trying to get their autographs and shit. Yeah. It don't be personal. Like, Bryce, I almost put my hands on that nigga. He gonna look me dead in my eyes. <laughs> like, okay, cool, but whatever. And then I, I do my research. I'm trying to tag Big Bro with some shit this week. And we blocked. I'm blocked on my personal. <laughs> JJ blocked his personal. Bro, I got like 10 accounts. I'm blocked on everything. Podcast blocked. Bitches. I'm like, oh, my God. But, I mean, if C.J. Henderson ain't got rid of us yet, then I don't <laughs> I think mean, nobody on the team should, should have got rid of us. Or I'm, Keith Taylor. Yeah, that, that, that shit is, I mean, <laughs> Taylor Moten, I, 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 I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself. Nick Bosa makes $34 million a year. Miles Garrett makes $25 million a year. Max Crosby makes twenty-three and a half. So, Brian Burns is asking, because he gave you time, and obviously, and, and what I will tell y'all, I will preface this by saying, when you guys hear this podcast, this could be a 30-minute waste of a conversation because a, a deal could get done tonight. And then, you know, we just wasted a week of content. But who gives a fuck? You know, <laughs> y'all going y'all gonna to tune in. So a deal could get done tonight. Nick Bosa did reset the market today. He did reset the market today. And Brian Burns from the very beginning, and I don't think the number will change, and I believe this has been from the very beginning, has asked for $27 or $28 million a year. We've told y'all on numerous occasions that Brian Burns is worth more to the Carolina Panthers as a player, as a whole, 
than Max Crosby is to the Las Vegas Raiders as a player as a whole. Brian Burns is better than Max Crosby. I hate to tell y'all, and no, that's not bias. That's a turn on the film. He's better than Max Crosby. And he look is. Look at the stats. And look at the stats. Max Crosby, twenty-three and a half million dollars. Miles Garrett. No, is he better than Miles Garrett? No, he's not better than Miles Garrett. Is he better than Nick Bosa? No, he's not better than Nick Bosa. But like we mentioned, Nick Bosa reset the market today. So that $25 million that Miles Garrett got when he was the highest paid pass rusher ain't the same $25 million as the current market. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get market value for myself. The execs and the players and the coaches and everybody else already done told you I'm a top seven pass rusher. So is it really too much for me to ask? For six or seven million dollars less than 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 you know the number one guy or the number two guy, depending on how, where you have Nick Bosa, you know, ranked between him and and, and and TJ, is it too much for me to ask? I really don't think so. And, and really, like I was saying to start the podcast off again, circling around, Scott Fitter. This is, I mean, I'll just keep it a hundred with you, bit bro. You know, we had the jokes and, you know, the Uncle Scott's and all of that other shit. But when we get to the business of it all, this is really, really, in my opinion, a make or break time for Scott Fitterer. Because can you please pull up what you just had on Facebook? Oh, yeah. Um, We've had a string of, of questionable transactions that us on this podcast have just Roll with because in season we kind of got to roll with the punches, and also from my perspective, I I, I let you off the hook because I was throwing all of that other shit on Matt Rule. So, uh, what somebody posted in a Facebook group since Scott has got here, he's traded arguably our best player CMC traded then DJ Moore, now potentially Brian Burns, and then let Hassan Reddick walk and let Hassan Reddick walk. Now, DJ Moore, I'll let you get it off because out of DJ Moore, you got the number one pick. A lot of people are still up in arms about that move. This shit don't really mean that much to me personally. I think I think people have the Chicago Bears way too gassed up. They ain't win, and I say this with all due respect, but not really because y'all were a real, real chatty during the offseason. They ain't win nothing but four games last year. So to think a team is going to go from four wins to an automatic playoff team, which I've seen a lot of analysts and fans around the league just go to without effort because they added a couple of pieces and they beefed up their offensive line, to me, is delusional. So, yeah, rewinding and going back, Scott Fitter, this is a make-or-break time for you, big bro. Because... I got me personally, I gotta look at you different. If you turn down to first and then you have a reluctance to pay a superstar. Cause if we just keep it in a hundred, Brian Burns is nothing short of a superstar. Brian Burns is nothing short of an instant game changer. Brian Burns is nothing short than a, 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 of an elite playmaker. So if you can't come up with a 27-28 or at least come to, come to some terms, up your price a little bit to make sure that this guy that has told you on numerous occasions that he wants to be here stays, then I hate to tell you, but you got to go out the door along with him next season. And yeah. that's just JJ keeping it a hundred. Because like I said, all of the the, the 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 antics and everything else as far as the content creation and the Uncle Scott and, and me having your back and all of that, that go out the window when you start doing questionable things. And I wanted to say something else, but I feel like I, I reached my profanity limit for the, for the episode. <laughs> so I'm going to try and cut it back. But when you start doing questionable things, and you start going against the grain, and you're losing on every every step of the way you're losing. Now, the trade with Deont- with, with C-Mac worked out for you because you had Deontay Foreman. The team got completely re-energized when, when Steve Wilkes came in. You know, we were still playing for a divisional title. So that one didn't really sting as much because our offense looked a little bit better. 
Now, it looked a little bit better for more than one reason, in my opinion, because you put P.J. Walker back there, and then you put Sam Darnold back there, both of whom were able to manage the game a lot better than Baker Mayfield was last year. So we swept that one under the rug because it didn't stink as bad because we were still playing competitive football in a sorry division. But if you let this one go, for me personally, it's going to be very, very hard for me to forget. And should we not come to terms with Brian Burns at some point during the season, ideally tonight or tomorrow morning by the time you guys hear this podcast, you know, we, we got to have a conversation about Scott Fitter and his future with the Carolina Panthers organization. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. Because at some point, you got at some point, like, and, and this is a conversation that we have, you know, in the fan base a lot. Me and Terrence have had this conversation a lot on this podcast as far as, like, the league not respecting us, the league viewing us as a franchise that's not serious. At some point, you got to demand your respect, and you have to make yourself serious. And when you have issues like this, when you dick around with issues like this, the league has no choice but to look at you like you're not fucking serious. You can't be serious. With a top seven pass rusher on the opposite side of a rookie quarterback that you've deemed your franchise quarterback, and you're, you're allowing these contract disputes to get this far to a point where we don't even know if he's going to be playing this upcoming Sunday, week one. Oh, and by the way, this ain't just some random game. It's a divisional game off rip. You can't be serious. So how can I look at you like you serious? If I was a fan of, of another team, if I was an Atlanta Falcons fan or if I was a Saints fan, hell, if I was an anybody fan, if I was an Arizona Cardinals fan, I'd be like, them niggas over there ain't serious. At least we gave ours a shot. At least we brought Kyler Murray in. We surrounded him with weapons. You know, the the, the coaching didn't play out the way we would have, you know, as, as ideal as we would have had it. But we moved on from that. Then we gave it a shot. And unfortunately, our franchise quarterback just couldn't stay healthy. But at least we were serious for a second. Right or wrong? Yeah, I mean. I'm tripping? I mean, you y'all let me know if I, let, let me know if I'm just going on a tangent and just rambling and not speaking facts. Nah, you you speaking facts, but I mean, y'all were serious too for a second. Yeah, we and were serious too for a second. The ball. We we were serious too for a second when Cam Newton had you know the season that he had, and then after that you became unserious again, which you know that's no fault to, uh, uh, of Scott Fitters because it was a whole everything was just completely different. So I can't even go back that far. The only the only time period that I can rewind back to or look back to. And since the current ownership regime and everything like that has been in place, and I'm not talking about coaching staff, I'm talking about front office-wise. That's the only thing I can take you at. So since y'all been in here, y'all ain't been serious. Because if you would have made the playoffs last year, you you put fear in nobody's heart. At all. Everybody felt like they were going to dog you out. Like, you know, the shit was cute. You beat Detroit on New Year's Eve. You know, you go into Seattle, you get a great win. But then when, when, when the lights get bright and shit get tough and you can actually solidify yourself into that role of taking control of the division, i.e. against Pittsburgh, i.e. against Tampa Bay, I don't give a fuck about the starting quarterbacks being down. You are unserious. You are unserious. You got a 41, 42-year-old Tom Brady go for 500-plus passing yards on you. I don't give a fuck who he is. Yeah, Tom Brady is the GOAT, but you let him go for 500 yards on you. You let Mike Evans go for what, 125, 130 plus with two or three touchdowns? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he hit his 1,000 yard mark in that game. So you're not serious. <laughs> As an organization, you're not serious. Just embarrassing, honestly. So, so, so I say all of that to say in wrapping this conversation, because I feel like it's gone a while. You can say what you need to say. Um, but I say all of that to say, when the when when the Pro Bowl list comes out, you know when when these lists comes out come out. Excuse me, like the Carolina Panthers have, you know, the second or third to last trio as it pertains to running back, quarterback, wide receiver in the NFL. 
when it comes out that the Carolina Panthers have the second worst wide receiver core in the NFL, and us as fans get us as fans get up in arms, there's no reason to get that emotional simply based on the fact that these people don't see you as being serious, and obviously your general manager and the front office don't see us as being serious either because we're having to have these kind of conversations. I understand that you got to pay Jeremy Chen. I understand that you may want to, you know, uh, uh, pay Frankie Louvu. I understand that there's a couple more guys that you have to pay. But I ain't going to lie. Since he's gotten here, you built everything on this side of the football around him. Everything. So Scott Fitter and the Carolina Panthers, y'all not serious to me right now at this very second. And I get where everybody else around the league is coming from. Because this shouldn't even be a conversation that we should be having. It shouldn't. And I'm going to have a huge attitude if we roll to Atlanta week one and I don't see that zero come out of that tunnel. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll that be a, a, a bad day. I ain't going to lie. Tavian, did you have something to say or add? Terrence, do you have anything to say or add? Nope. You have something to say or add? Captains, captains. <laughs> Fact. Okay, cool. <laughs> we that was kind of long winded, but I mean, that's just, that that's what that's what the story is. That's what the story is. The Carolina Panthers announced their starters. Obviously, Frank Wright and the team and everybody else are not worried about this contract dispute. Brian Burns is on the list. Shaq Thompson, Johnny Hecker, um, Adam Thielen, Taylor Moten, our big bro. <laughs> and, <laughs> and congratulations, big bro. Congratulations, bitch, bro. We love you. You're a f- bro, you're a friend of the podcast, bro. Like I don't I don't know where, like, I don't understand why this beef is happening with you. Like, I could see with, with a lot of other players, but with you, like, that shit kind of hurt me. I ain't gonna lie. Um and then rookie quarterback Bryce Young, and that's you know, to me that's a surprise. Um, I don't think that it's very, very often that you see week one a rookie quarterback get that captain patch. No, but the the quarterback y'all should have drafted got it too. Anthony Richardson. That's not the quarterback we should have drafted. Yeah, but see. I, and it's, but this is the thing. Like, I give this nigga, you know, we give this nigga free reign to talk, <laughs> and then we give him a mic, and then he say shit like that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's exactly why we had to get rid of Steve Wilkes, unfortunately, because that's who he wanted. That was his guy. It would have been the right decision. It wouldn't have. But anyway, uh, I don't think it's much as of a, of a surprise to see Bryce Young as captain because I just think – me personally, and when I play Madden, like I'm hey, just making. Hey man, I'm you just, can't you can't preface that. You can't I'm just, preface this comment I'm, with that when yeah, you play Madden. I'm just making my quarterback my QB one. I mean, I'm just making him the captain, like off rip. So, and I I don't have a problem with that. Like you said earlier, you deem him as your franchise quarterback. Like you gave up what you gave up to go get him. Um, hearing the reports and things of how he leads the guys in the locker room and and what he what he does on the field. I mean, I don't see a reason why he shouldn't be captain. Who else would you give it to if it wasn't him? You don't want me to answer that. <laughs> I know you're going to say, yeah, I mean, please don't answer. I mean, he, why? Why not? Because. But, you, but just, you're right. I mean, that's your starting quarterback. But, I mean, I could probably think of a couple of people that you could give it to. Mm. You would give it to Bowles? Yes or no? No. Why? I just wouldn't. Okay. I just seen him get abused. Preseason. Let's not. I'm just saying that's back. the that's the first thing that popped in my head. Why? Let's let's not even go back. That, because that, like, if we keep it in a hundred, Bryce Young just threw his first touchdown in the in the last preseason game of the year. You see what the guys in front of him was doing? I, I don't give a I'm fuck surprised. about that. I, yeah, I know you don't. Well, I mean, and I that's the we reason. Talking about production. And, and that's we the reason. And that's man. the reason why he threw his first touchdown. He ain't had no time to throw it. So cool. That's well, he why got Bra- it. he got it. That's why Bradley Bozeman ain't get the captain badge from me. And Frankie could have got it too. And I know. That, and I know that you knew that. That's who I was talking about initially. <laughs> Frankie could have got it. I think the defensive players that they gave the captain badges deserved it. Okay, cool. Um, moving on, man. Let's. Let, I don't even know where we are. From a time standpoint, but I know that Brian Burns conversation went on for for a while. But we're gonna get into this as well. Um, 
our Atlanta Falcons preview, and then we'll give you guys predictions. And then um, if y'all want to link up with us at the tailgate or y'all want to link us with link up with us at the game or whatever, shoot us a DM and, and we can make it happen. First one's on Terrence, remember. First I, one is on I, Terrence. I, I didn't say that. That never came out of my mouth. First one so. is on Terrence, and then I'll take your next one. Mm. We'll see. But we got to see ID. Because <laughs> I yeah. know a lot of y'all think that be listening <laughs> and watching y'all young as hell. So we got to see ID. Um, all right, here we go. Week one, Atlanta Falcons. The time has finally come. Uh, you know, it's been a, a long spring. It's been a long summer. Preseason was way longer than it needed to be due to overreaction in the, in the fan base, i.e. Terrence complaining about, you know, whatever. Oh, and by the way, before we even start, Chandler Zavala is getting the start at right guard. I hate to tell you, Brady Christensen, but when when, when uh, Austin Corbett come back, uh, you're going to be left guard number two. But we'll we'll get there we'll we'll get there when the time comes. We'll see um, how he plays, and we might have to revisit that conversation. You're right. We might. We might. I just don't believe we will. <laughs> I think that I think that when we re- revisit the conversation, it's going to be like, damn, this kid looks like an all pro at 22 years okay, old. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what, what are our simple, predictions? Simple. <laughs> um, it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be a good matchup. I mean, I just told y'all. What we're looking like from our standpoint, um, from an injury standpoint, DJ Chark did not participate. Terrence Marshall did not participate. Adam Thielen did not participate. All all three of those guys didn't participate today. Were, I mean, we only kept seven receivers on the roster. <laughs> so, I mean, you do seven minus three. If you can do basic math, <laughs> you understand that we can only go quads. Yeah. So I don't know what that's going to look like. Hopefully, I, I don't believe that all three of those guys will be injured um, and be out for week one. But that's definitely going to be something that we need to that we're going to have to keep our eye on. Um, Miles Sanders is going to be somebody else that we have to keep our eye on. They 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 gave him the green light. They said he was good to go. However, you've been dealing with a groin injury for the duration of the summer, so I don't think that just off rip. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it can't happen, but I don't think God just automatically allowed your groin to get healed after you being down on your dick for seven, eight, nine weeks. I just don't. So I believe that we'll be seeing Miles Sanders, but we'll be seeing him in a limited capacity. I think that week one, I don't think that we get the full dose of Miles Sanders. I don't think that we see him play the role that he will play later on in the season once everything gets cleared up. From that standpoint, um, defensively, obviously the the, the hour long conversation we just had, the question is going to be at the end of the day, is Brian Burns healthy enough to, or excuse me, is Brian Burns going to get his money, or is Brian Burns going to approach this shit like, okay, cool, well, I'm holding out now. That's going to be the question there. Um, Dante is ready to go. JC is ready to go. So as far as that's concerned, on that side of the football, with the exception of Marquise Haynes, we know what we're getting. Uh, Xavier, Vaughn on the back end, JC, Dante, and then, you know, however they decide to roll their front out with, a, with, with you know, uh, Shaq, Jeremy Chan, Frankie, Justin Houston, Derek Brown, Deshaun Williams, I believe. Shaw um, Tuttle. Shaw Tuttle. And um, that's it, right? And then yeah. whoever, <laughs> and then at that out, the other outside linebacker position, Brian Burns or Etor Grossmato. So um, it'll be exciting. Again, hopefully we get the deal done. Hopefully Brian Burns doesn't hold out, um, and, and we finally get to see this defense that we've been so high on throughout the summer, fully f- at full capacity. Because I feel like if that's the case, then Atlanta might score 10 points. Atlanta might score 10 points if our defense is at full capacity. They might score 10. Because I just don't see Desmond Ritter coming out and just treating us like we hoes. <laughs> I don't. And I know the hype around Bijan, like all of that shit is cute. But I just know 
there's a couple of dogs on that other side that just simply don't give a fuck about none of that. That that really might feel like they want to stretch the nigga. Yeah, it, it's a great possibility he might be in the blue tent. Leaving that stadium, I'm not gonna lie. If they think they, if they think he gonna run all over us, it's a great possibility. He he might. Hopefully, he leave there with his ACL intact. That's all I'm gonna say. If that's their game plan, but I mean, I feel good about the defense. Uh, everybody's healthy. Hopefully, Brian Burns plays. If he doesn't, then that's. I mean, that's a different story. But I'm gonna go in with the expectation that we get a deal done the next couple of days. He plays Sunday. And I feel very good about the defense. Offense, I don't know. It's it's a little shaky. Everybody's injured. Um, Bryce's first game, I don't expect them to be perfect. I don't expect them to be anywhere near perfect. I do expect them to be, you know, just play your game. Um, because I, I think, like, the last preseason game, the series that – the two series that we've seen them, we were able to move the ball down the field, uh, even without, like, our full offense on the field. So – that made me feel good about that. Um, so I think just being able to see him play throughout the whole duration of the game, uh, we'll see a lot more from him that we haven't seen. But like I said, I don't expect him to be perfect. But we should, if everybody is healthy on the offense, then we have some weapons that should be able to help him out a little bit. A Hayden Hurst, a Miles Sanders, if we see a lot of him. If DJ Chark is playing, Adam Thielen, no, he's a safety blanket, he's a vet. Um, so I expect those guys to step up and help him out a little bit. Um, John John going for over 100 yards. Oh, yeah, and, and Jonathan Mingo. I'm not going to say he's going for over 100 yards. I think that he, he'll have a good game, though. He'll have a good game. Um, going for, if, if, if DJ or Adam Thielen plays, John John is going for over 100 yards. I mean, because we're going to get to Atlanta and, and, and kind of some of the things they're dealing with and what they're bringing to the table. Because, like I said, this shit ain't going to be easy at all. But if John John just so happened to draw their cornerback three, because I'm believing that Jeff Okuda is not going to play. Um, and if, even if he does, then he damn sure won't be at 100%. But I did see something put out by NFL um, that he did participate in a limited capacity and was questionable for the game on Sunday. But if John John draw cornerback three, he going to abuse that nigga. What were you about, what were you about to say? They damn near don't got a choice with as many three of the top four receivers is hurt dealing with a hamstring, a back, a groin. I mean, yeah, they bout under the tent them down so <laughs> already, and we ain't even playing. Not even snap. bout, <laughs> not even bout. So yeah, he, Jonathan Mingo's gonna need to go for a hundred if y'all have any chance of winning that game. Well, yeah. I mean, but and I say that, and then at the same time, we know how Bryce spread it around. Yeah, I don't think it'd even be a high scoring game. Like I have my prediction, but if you want to. Say something about Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> I've said it time and time again throughout this offseason that if the Carolina Panthers didn't win the division, if Atlanta Falcons would. Um, I still maintain that stance. A lot of people are high on the Saints. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't see it. I'll say that. Now, the season hasn't started I won't sit here and lie to you act like I've been watching their preseason games, nothing like that. I personally don't see it. Um, Atlanta is going to be tough, bro. Like I mentioned, Okuda, he's dealing with the injury. I don't believe that he'll he'll start week one. I don't believe he'll play. Still got A.J. Terrell. Um, they added Jesse Bates this offseason. They added Calais Campbell. Um they still got Grady Jarrett, so that defense is going to be stout. It's a it's going to be a very good test, in my opinion, for Bryce Young in game one. It's going to be a good test because I don't think that Atlanta is just going to be bitches. <laughs> Honestly, I don't I don't think that's going to be the case. I think the Atlanta Falcons is going to be a very they're going to be a very very tough football team. I think what keeps us in the division race and winning the division race is the fact that Desmond Ritter is their quarterback, and I have no faith in him at all. I don't. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta, they just got to show me. Like, I agree. I, th- I think they are they have revamped their team versus last year, but like I, like I said earlier, like you said, I don't have any faith in Desmond Ritter. They just have to show me. So I think that we'll come out of there with a 14-17 win. Cool. Well, I like it. Calais Campbell will bat down a Bryce Young pass. 100%. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna rebuttal against that. I think that you're right. <laughs> I think that you're right. But I and know that you will tweak on Monday. <laughs> you will. Tweak, you will tweak <laughs> afterwards. I nah, just I haven't seen any evidence of it. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I won't tweak. And the reason why I won't tweak is because I don't believe it's a problem because I didn't see it. I I, I didn't see it as a problem the whole preseason. Yeah, but he's six eight. He I ain't should back down anybody. Back. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. But if Calais do it, then I mean, how mad am I really going to be? You got one nigga on one side that's five nine, and then you got another nigga that's damn near a, a foot taller than him. So I mean, he should. That's that's my prop bet for the weekend. Well, you'll probably win that one. <laughs> you'll probably win that one. Um, Atlanta, from an offensive perspective. They have weapons. They have weapons. Now, will Desmond Ritter be competent enough to utilize those weapons properly? Still to be determined. But they have Bijan Robinson. We know, you know, a lot of people have him as the preseason offensive rookie of the year. They have uh, Algier, who rushed for over 1,000 yards in his rookie season which, you know, gave a lot of people a cause for pausing even while you go get Bijan Robinson, the way he was toting that bitch last year. Cordero Patterson, we know the season that he had two years ago. Obviously, last year, a lot different due to injury and, and, and workload and offensive scheme and everything like that. A lot different, but again, we saw what he was two years ago. I don't think he's too far removed from that. Yes, he's old. Older, I should say, but he's one of those guys that it almost don't even matter until it actually matters, and I don't think that it actually matters right now just based on what I've seen from him when he, when he was healthy last year. Um, they added Mac Hollins, receiver from Las Vegas. Is he a game changer? No, but is he a viable option? Is he a solid receiver? Can he make catches and conversions and, and, and move the sticks when you need him to? Absolutely. Beefed up their offensive line a little bit, which, you know, their offensive line wasn't terrible already as is. They beefed it up a little bit more. This is going to be a tough game. I'm not mad at your 17 or 14 prediction because it's going to be a dogfight for real, for real. Like, I don't, th- I, I don't think this shit is going to be pretty at all. Like, I hope Carolina Panthers fans ain't, ain't expecting to see a show from an offensive perspective. Your best bet is that Brian Burns is on that field on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that that's number one, number one thing. Yeah, because if he's not, then you 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 gonna be on you gonna be in for a long day. You gonna be in for a long day because yeah, I was extremely vocal about that offensive line for the Carolina Panthers and everybody chilling and relaxing, and then when Zavala came in, it looked a lot more solid. But we also did look see that offensive line look like bullshit. And like I mentioned, you got Calais Campbell as well as Grady Jarrett leading leading the push up front for the for the Atlanta Falcons. So it's not like you playing against holes because you're not. So it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. I mean, and this is this is my prediction. I don't really have a prediction for y'all for real, for real, because if Brian Burns don't play, and two out of the three receivers that I just mentioned it and participate today. Don't play. We're good as clip. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's. We're good as clip. I hate to tell y'all, and I hate to be Debbie Downer. Like, I know it's week one, you know, and I should be excited, and I am because football is back, and Carolina Panthers football is back specifically, but let Brian Burns and, and two of them three receivers not play. You're clipped. I hate to tell y'all. And then we're looking at Monday Night Football and our season, our home season opener, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot different. Because you can't really fuck around and go zero and two to start division off. To start the division off. You can't. You got to split. You got to split. So it's best to go ahead and get it out the way week one against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, I agree. <laughs> that first, them first six is is. Them first six is looking a lot more tough as these injuries start piling up. I'll, I'll say that. Them first six is looking a lot more tough as them injuries continue to pile up. My, our producer is saying 0-6. <laughs> he, he would just be talking sometimes, though. He do. But I'm serious. But I don't this. know. I was about to say, but I don't know if this is one of them situations. 
It is. Because that wasn't his prediction to start off with. Yes, it was. No, it's it been wasn't. my prediction since, uh, <laughs> was that, training camp? Training camp. Yeah. You have been saying that since training camp. And I've been telling him since before training camp, or maybe it was at training camp, that them, old, them, them first six, them first six is hell, oh. boy. Tough. They're not going. The, they're not going. Welcome to the league, shit. Bryce. Welcome to the league. And you got some big shoes to fill because one, the last one that went out there, we know what he did his first game. You got some big shoes to fill, my boy. He won or lost? So he did. Though. <laughs> he, he said I'm just that. Did he have 400? I'm just asking. He, he did, he he win, had, did he win or lose? Did he have 400? Did he win or lose? Did he have 400? Did he win or lose? He hate Cam. No, I he don't. I'm just he, asking. He hate Cam. I don't know what it is. He hate Cam. It's just a simple question. He lost. It's, I mean, it's documented in history that a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, he had one of the greatest NFL okay. debuts okay, of that's all fine. time. But what I'm saying <laughs> of is, all time. is yes, that's what a lot of quarterbacks. Most NFL quarterbacks don't win their first game of the season. Rookie you quarterback. Have us, you have us winning? I said 17-14. You have us winning? Nope. Give me Atlanta. I would lose. A, I, I think I would lose like 150 to start the fucking season off <laughs> if we lose. We win. That, would, that would not make me happy. Then I would really be in a bad mood too if they actually Football's back, baby. Bryce, you got some big shoes to fill, literally. Figuratively. <laughs> Just go one and oh. That's all that we, that's all that matters. Go one and, and oh. I told y'all two weeks ago we down in Atlanta Bobby. If y'all wanna crash They part damn man, I cannot see this. Whatever y'all wanna do. Hey, whatever y'all wanna do, I'm with it. I ain't gonna lie, cause I'm gonna be off that shit. My boy don't already say he bringing that crowd through. And I already know Unk gonna have that expensive liqueur. <laughs> Gonna have an expensive liqueur that whistle pig or that angels and every ride some shit like that. <laughs> and y'all know how I act when I get off that dunk. See y'all next week. Hey, tune in one o'clock. First for the earth.